Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Does all this social media knowledge, strategies, and skills from this podcast really matter if you don't use video? The truth is any presence is better than no presence, but without video, you're really limiting your growth. It's no secret that video is the future of all media. It's where all consumers gravitate, so executing at a higher level than your industry peers is an absolute necessity to create differentiation. You can hire a full-time videographer, but is that really sustainable? The answer is no for many, which is why it is critical that you adopt and learn video skills to allow you to create video that will stand out. Having camera presence, knowing what equipment to use and how to use it, proper lighting, video editing, music and voiceovers, scripting, and many other topics are the reason why Business Video School was created. To teach you how to develop these skills quickly and easily with over-the-top support along the way so that you never feel lost. The Business Video School is a comprehensive video education platform that delivers all of this training, but also creates actual video recipes with instructions and scripts for you to execute relevant content weekly with all of the skills you learn. And it doesn't stop there. Regular video challenges, weekly Q&As, a real estate video roadmap, a community of people learning and experimenting with video, and so much more. Seriously, what are you waiting for? Why wouldn't you join the Business Video School today? Go to www.bizvideoschool.com forward slash open dash house and register for the next open house where you'll, you'll learn more and get a chance to hear from current students and even ask them questions. That's bizvideoschool.com. Check it out. Social Genius listeners, we have started a new series that we hope you love called Daily Shots. These are bite-sized nuggets of things like social media news or strategies or just things that really excite Tristan and I. And we're now taking those Daily Shots and combining them to create podcast episodes. Our goal is to keep you updated and informed on the latest news so that you can stay ahead of the content creation curve and remain top of mind to all of your followers. Let us know what you think. All right. Welcome back. Uh, I'm not sick anymore, Jeff. Hallelujah. We can do this now. We can do this again. Uh, let's talk about YouTube Shorts. It's something that a lot of people aren't using, but billions and billions of views are, are being had every day. What do you think? Should we? Shouldn't we? Oh, 1 million percent, especially for novices like me. And I think that would probably be the message is, you know, if you're already creating and you're already making money, you're just going to be, you know, you're, you're just going to be compounding what you're doing. But for those of you that struggle with YouTube, but you've got your short game down like me, all I'm doing now is just saying, now I'm going to repurpose a lot of these shorts over to playlists on YouTube and bam, it's, uh, and it's working. I'm getting more views than I, I've ever gotten on YouTube. So. I like that, man. Well, let's get right into this. It's only a, a 10 minute excerpt. Here's what I've got. I'm sharing something that YouTube just released. It's 31 pages of how to use YouTube shorts right now. I think I'm on page seven. It's called pulling from the past. And this is something that Jeff does really well, which we want you to do. Uh, Jeff, can you explain how you typically shoot and then upload to YouTube shorts? 
Yeah, well, and, and we're going to get into why this is uh, even more validating for YouTube, but I prefer to shoot content on my camera, edit in Viva video, and then upload to the respective platforms. I do this for two primary reasons. One, I've always had that fear that I'm going to get hacked on a platform, TikTok or Instagram, and if I shoot all my stuff native in the platforms and I get hacked and I lose my account, I've lost everything. Yeah. And so that's that's reason number one. Number two... I believe that if I'm shooting it natively on my phone, uploading it organically into each platform and then using music, audio, and maybe some, some, uh, you know, features within the platforms on each video, it's going to perform better than if I'm just trying to copy, paste, copy, paste, like create a TikTok and then put the TikTok into Instagram. Now I think I'm feeding the platform what it wants. And I think shorts will be no different. That's very true. And the good thing is that you're watching YouTube copy a lot of what TikTok and Instagram are doing. And you can save your drafts now. You weren't able to do that before. And I love Jeff's idea on shooting native to the phone. So everybody, please copy that. Now, here's the thing that we don't like about YouTube shorts. So make sure you pay attention to this one. The audio that you have for music is only 15 seconds. So that means if you're shooting a video and you upload it and it's 30 seconds, a minute, whatever it is, only 15 seconds of music will show up on that video. So unless your video is 15 seconds, don't use the music part of YouTube shorts yet until they change it. Right. Until they change it. Yep. Right. Well, and the thing is, is, and I believe let's, let's clarify this. A YouTube short is any video a minute or less. Yeah. So if, if you post a video that's a minute and one second, it's going to go into the YouTube, you know, general area. But if it's a 60 seconds or less, it's automatically a short. You got it. You got it. All right. Let's skip over to reimagining sounds. This part is pretty easy. If you like any sound that you hear that's funny, that's great, maybe informative that you want to just copy. Same thing as Instagram. Same thing as what TikTok does. No difference on that. Uh, we'll skip over to this one because what we noticed, and this is data from two weeks ago, but changing the speed is really important. Jeff, I don't know if we talked about this, but did you see the the thing that YouTube released which showed that people are watching YouTube? Oh, you did. People faster are watching speed. YouTube videos at faster speeds. I'm yeah. like, wait a second. If that's happening, why am I not creating some of my videos at a faster speed? That was crazy to me, right? It's interesting. I, and that, that begs the question, is it worth doing it at a faster speed or do you just let your audience decide if they want to watch it at a faster speed? I guess, do you want to sound like a chipmunk or not? Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind saying, wait, a, a kind of a chipmunk, kind of a chipmunk, right? Yeah, I get it, I get it. Yeah. All right, let me go to the next one. Um, spice up your story with a green screen. This is pretty easy. Uh, you know, Jeff does a really good job on this one as well. Jeff, how would you use a green screen if you were going specifically on a shorter video? I mean, I think green screen for the sake of, and let's talk TikTok, which is, this is a copycat of that. You know, you take an article that you're talking about, you take an image that you're talking about, that you want to talk about a stat, a graph, and you use that as the image behind you. And then you sit here and point to it. Right. And, and that's a great way that you see people using green screen, I think, less in the case of, hey, put me in front of the Eiffel Tower and more of put me in front of whatever I'm talking about. So mm -hmm. instead of holding something up, it's the same concept. So 
news articles that have to do with real estate or any news or a property. Let's say you snapped a property from your website, Redfin, Zillow, and you want to use it as a background to be like, check this out. Or have you heard about this? Or yeah. check out this property. Yep. Those are all good. All right. Final piece to this, which I thought was the most important piece, which you did too, Jeff. Putting on the finishing touches. Jeff, why do you think titles, hashtags, and the description here are important with YouTube shorts? One word, Google. And I think you can, you can add more to this because you're executing this at a higher level, but it's all about SEO. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. I mean, Google still owns the internet, so mm -hmm. they control what they show when any video pops up. So if you're staying relevant with your YouTube shorts, like a, a user said, seems like shorts is more for educational, whereas reels and TikTok can be for entertaining. I also don't like the 60 stop on shorts. You're right on the 60 stop. I don't like it. But what we're seeing on shorts is that we're also seeing now people entertain there. So whatever the topic is, I think you really think about title. How How is my title in comparison to what somebody is typing up on Google? And if it's real estate related, well, how are first time home buyers purchasing homes in 2022? Is the market gonna crash in and then you put the city, right? Be specific as to where your title is. Uh, Jeff, anything you can add, Jeff, in regards to titles and what we should be looking for? Just on I mean, like this, it's well, it's all about a hook, right? I mean, it's what, what's going to get, what's going to grab their attention, and uh, you've got to get give them something that's going to make them say, "Ooh, I want to go watch that," or something that's very tactful. That's exactly what it is. If you're teaching something, right? I can go learn about that because the title tells me what it is. Don't try to get too, don't try to get too goofy here. Uh, just be very either a tease them or be very, very specific about what they're getting in the title. And then, of course, use the hashtags and the keywords appropriately, because that's what Google is, is watching. Yeah. On the hashtag. And then I'll answer the question. I see a question on the hashtag. This is from guys. This what you're looking at is from YouTube directly, not from us, not for anybody else. These slides are from YouTube, from Google. And they say, look what they say right in the middle. It says, let me highlight this little area. It says, we recommend using the hashtag shorts, which helps our system recommend your shorts across YouTube. Uh. They're telling you what to do. So uh. do yourself a favor and do that. Now, the question, Jeff, uh, you can answer this one. When we're talking about titles or hashtags, do we mean title overlays or in the caption? I think in this particular case, you're talking about in the caption but they're both important. So, and, and, and that's, and that goes back to, you know, having a good thumbnail ultimately, which is a, which is a YouTube thing. And so having that title on your thumbnail is equally important to having a powerful title in the caption. Yeah. I like that. And then don't forget what Jeff and I always tell you, catch them early, meaning have a strong hook. I mean, we can't, we can't overemphasize that hooks are the key. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every single time. And, and as, as you summarize this too, you know, for those of you that are already creators, look at shorts as an opportunity to basically be leveraging a separate piece of the platform to get more followers to what you're already building. And if you're new to YouTube, use shorts as an opportunity to potential to potentially build and get to where you want to go. 
uh, on on YouTube. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I love I'll your hat, it. Jeff. I love your hat. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank I you. Like Likewise, it. nice, nice fub, nice fub hat you got on. Nice, uh, nice dose hat. I like the mm -hmm. raccoon. I mm -hmm. like the raccoon. Mm -hmm. You like my follow up boss hat? It's good. It's a good one. Yeah, I like the leather. I like the leather on the black. Uh, all right. I'll see you in a few minutes because we're going to record a podcast, but we'll see all of you tomorrow. I don't even know what we're talking about, Jeff. Me neither. All right. All right. All right. Tune in to watch. Bye, everyone. Instagram and TikTok. Uh, this was a massive surprise for me, Jeff, in the morning. I, I could not believe how many more hours people are spending on TikTok. What was your first thought? Well, my first thought was, wow, Tristan's texting me awfully early this morning. It was, <laughs> it was, it was 630 your time. So I was like, damn, he's little, probably laying in bed right now. Dude, I was downstairs on my dining table with all of the books. I had just finished reading some <laughs> and I, I uh, stumbled on that article, but let's, let's talk about this because it's a wall street journal article and, and I want to share it with everybody that's, that's jumping in right now. Here's what I've got here. And this is the article for those of you wondering. It's called Instagram Stumbles in Push to Mimic TikTok Internal Documents Show. I mean, I'm wondering who the hell released the internal documents, Jeff? <laughs> right? <laughs> What's that? What's that look like? What does that even really mean? I, I, I think there's somebody inside Meta that says, hey, guys, these are some numbers that we just discovered. Uh, somebody pissed off. But look, this is this is the paragraph that stood out for me. I'm going to read it to you and you tell me what why why this is happening, okay? Here it is. Instagram Instagram users cumulatively are spending 17.6 million hours a day watching Reels. That seems like a lot. 17.6 million hours a day, okay? It's Go on. A lot. Less than one tenth. <laughs> of 190 I'm going to round up 198 million hours TikTok users spend. That is insane, dude. That's <laughs> insane. I mean, think about that. Why? Why is this happening, Jeff? Uh, I mean, you know, the technology is more advanced. You know, you, you we just talked about yesterday. We were, we were talking about on the podcast recording about how Instagram's <laughs> algorithm just sucks and, and the For You page is just not dialed in yet and people are bitching about it because they want the old-fashioned and they want the For You. But we were talking about that. Like, I spend all of my time, when scrolling TikTok, which most of it's created, creating, I spend it on my For You page because they do such a great job of showing me what, I am entertained by. I very, very rarely look at my followers, although my followers show up and for you, you know, it's, it's, um, the technology is just so much better. That's why. Look, look what one of, uh, one of our Facebook users says, this is hard to believe considering how they shove reels down our throats. That's <laughs> so true. That's so well, true. and we're guilty of it. You know, it's totally guilty, you know, because we're just sharing the news that's that's in the world and the news is saying, go on on reels. But here's the deal. Like that's right now. And Instagram will catch. They, they may not catch up, but they're going to improve. They're, what just baffles us is that how they're so far behind. Yeah. You know, and, and now Facebook looks just as, as primitive as Instagram did six months ago. Now YouTube looks as primitive as all of them. And it's like, why can't they just hit the ground running 
I, I, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Or, or why can't they just do their own thing and not jump on this bandwagon, which is important. Here, here's uh, one user. I can't see the name of it, but they, they hit it right on the mark. They said uh, it's culturally different where uh, Instagram is all about perfectionism and TikTok is very authentic. I think I, I think that that was that, right on. That's a really good comment. That's a great comment. And I think that's probably what Instagram needs to focus on. Uh, I think they need to focus more on reality rather than they, they need to shed. They need to shed their their stigma of of filters, of filtered content. I agree. I agree. Check this out. This is, a, again, part of the article. This is no surprise to you and I, but uh, reading it, it just makes it even more more real. The internal documents show that nearly one third of Reels videos are created on another platform, usually TikTok. And include a watermark or a border identifying them as such. Meta says it downranks these videos, which you and I already know, meaning it shows them to smaller audiences to reduce the incentives for those that post them. But they continue to proliferate. And I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty big to me. How do we remove the watermark? What's that website? Did you say a third, by the way? Yeah, a third. That's crazy. I use I use Save Tick. Uh, I think more popular is Snap Tick. Either one is perfectly adequate. I just had issues with Snap, so I use Save Tick. I actually think Save Tick's like three dollars more expensive, but I just needed functionality, so I, I just paid for it. Uh, so Save Tick, Snap Tick, and there's others. But uh, do that. Stop being lazy. I still see, keep seeing TikToks on Instagram and Facebook with yeah. the TikTok watermark. The only reason. You post a YouTube link or a TikTok is if you're driving people back to those platforms. But yep. if not, and you want viewers on Facebook, on Instagram, post it organically. Remove the watermark or do what we always tell you. Video it on your phone, edit it in Viva Video, and mm -hmm. then upload organically to each place and use the music within the platform. Don't take the music that you've used in TikTok and move it over. That's also suppressing. It's like a double whammy. Mm -hmm. So even if you remove, here's here's what I will, here's one tip I will give the audience. Let's just say you post a TikTok, you remove the watermark, you post it to Instagram with the sound still there. I turn here's what I do. I turn down the sound from TikTok and use sound in Instagram. So it shows that I'm using the sound within the platform. That's smart, dude. Good hack. I like that. I like that. Now I'm going to show, hold on. I'm going to show this. Check this out. Look at this. Look at this phrase. Look at this quote. Nobody's going to make original content for Instagram. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's like, this person's right on. I mean, I all of our content, I think we create for TikTok first, and then we post it on on Instagram unless Jeff you do you do well doing stories do you create those specifically for Instagram oh, yeah yeah I, yeah actually I have different content strategies for each platform so a lot of my content on Instagram is for Instagram I don't I don't well now that I've shifted to Ozarks right I I'm all that's just Ozarks over there yeah and then we're creating these separate channels on TikTok because we're niching down on TikTok but I still think Instagram is probably the platform for authentic content that's what it was originally. People yeah. left Facebook, went to Instagram. They wanted your life. They wanted pictures. They wanted, they didn't want the drama. And so I give them the Fitz for Family reality TV show. And that's what I kind of think works pretty well. I, I have yet to be proven that niche down <coughs> content on Instagram 
works better like it does on TikTok. I think it works better on TikTok when you niche down. Yeah, I agree. I agree on that. And then I don't think we've ever used this term, but I'm going to read this to you so you we can start using it. Um, I, at first, I thought it was like, is this single family? What single family? SFV. Uh, but as TikTok has grown, so too has the popularity of short form video, which we always say. Uh, short form video as a format leading Bernstein research analysts to write the 2020s are the SFV decade. There you go. SFV short form video. And I want to show you one other thing. I'll read the it. 20, what, what the, this decade, the current decade that we're in? Yeah. This decade that we're in, it said that 2020s are the SFV decade. It's kind I like of, that. Right. It's pretty well, easy. I'm writing that. I'm writing that down. SFV that. decade. I like that. And then let me read this to you because this changes a little bit because although although Instagram has one tenth less views hour wise than TikTok, look at look at what this says because you and I have made this point before. More than seventy percent of Instagram audience is twenty five or older, compared with fifty six percent for TikTok, according to the research firm Inside Insider Intelligence. That suggests Instagram users generally have more disposable income, making them more attractive for advertisers. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, I think that just validates everything. And it's just why the platform is, is succeeding. I mean, it's as simple as that. Is this all in the Wall Street Journal? This is all in the Wall Street Journal. To me, I was thinking, well, this is why Facebook advertising this is why Instagram advertising isn't dead because guess who's still on it? My mom. I'm yeah. on Facebook still, mm -hmm. right? All mm -hmm. of the people who own homes, who have been who have been homeowners for a while, and we're trying to target, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. All the people with the crap load of money are discretionary still income. Yeah, dude. So I'm like, you know, all these people jumping off. I think they're jumping off too early. Yes, TikTok is getting more views. It's important to be there. But don't think that you have to jump off of Facebook or Instagram as far as that. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like if you uh, made your business on calling expireds and then all of a sudden you found out that door knocking was like the hot new thing to do. Don't quit what you were doing. Just add it. Just yeah. add it as another piece of your business. And this is exactly what TikTok should be for you. Yeah, man. I agree. I mean, shit, we've been saying this for freaking years now. I mean, if you haven't heard us say this by now, you have been living under a damn rock. Yes. Yes. And look, I think it's a great question. I put it up, Facebook user. I wish I wish Ecamm would tell me who these people are because I, I think we know them all. Instagram was said to have more consumers, higher conversion. Thoughts? Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly what we said. But I think we have to be specific as to who the consumer is. If we're talking real estate, higher price point, I would definitely go towards Facebook or Instagram. If it's a lower price point, I can buy it with a click and I don't have to think about it. I would say maybe maybe TikTok then has an advantage. If I'm going to buy like a fidget spinner, if I'm going to buy something small, dude, that might be the audience. Yeah, but don't sleep. I mean, that's the thing is we're, we're hearing all of these stories and I'm having engagement with people from TikTok because I'm po po doing, you know, home videos. I mean, that's not a small purchase. So it just goes to show you, I mean, people that are thinking that, oh, well, you can only sell a high ticket item on Instagram or Facebook. That's just not true. And and yet yeah, maybe, maybe by and large and historically it leans that way. But if it, it's, it's going to continue to evolve. Remember, TikTok's essentially only about three years old. 
And, and so comparatively, it's, it's just happening so fast. Don't sleep on it. In other words, just, just duplicate, just duplicate. Don't, don't, I'm not even saying, don't, don't ignore it. Don't just replace it. Just duplicate whatever you're doing on Instagram, duplicate it over to TikTok, which you can remove the Instagram watermark too. So there's, there's a site for that. Insta Finsta, Insta Finsta, Insta Finsta. Uh, Look, last thing, which I think maybe Jeff, we should talk about this tomorrow, but did you notice IG has added hashtag topics targeting for your reels? You can pick three for each reel. We did notice that that might be our topic tomorrow so we can dive in deeper. Thank you for watching. Jeff, anything you want to add in closing? I told you so. <laughs> oh, you did. You did. You brought me back to TikTok, dude. I, I was like, this is not for me. I tested it out. And Jeff's like, no, 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 it's for you. Jump back in. So yeah, Jeff did tell you. Jeff told you so. All right. All right. All right. There you go. This is shots. Is it shot? How does it shots on daily shots? Daily, daily shots. shots. Daily shots. We've got Instagram, and there's a little surprise that they snuck in, and I didn't know about it. Jeff didn't know about it, and we're like, "This is a pretty cool thing." I mean, look, they're still trying to catch up to TikTok, but what do you think about this little cute surprise from Instagram? What do you think? Well, I think it's fantastic. Actually, I'm going to give them a hell of a lot of credit because it just makes sharing my posts, your posts, everybody's listening posts easier. And it, then it's sharing it through what's become mainstream, which is QR codes. Well, very so true. yeah, why don't you explain what it is and where they can find it? All right, here, for those of you watching, and not listening to this, here's what we've got. It says Instagram just quietly, very quietly, by the way, added QR codes for posts. Now, I'm going to scroll down so I can show you what this looks like. You see the top right of whatever you just shot, the video or whatever it is. You click on the three little buttons on the top of that reel. And then this next screen pops up and you have the option to get a QR code. Now, this looks a little different for everybody. Sometimes a QR code isn't on the on the right there. Sometimes it's in, mixed in between. So look I'll for it. You, mine, mine's above the delete button. It's actually the bottom button above delete. Ah, uh, see, see, mine wasn't where this is pointing either. So that's cool. Yes. So or like Jeff said there, and then on the far right, once you click on the QR code, that's what pops up. And that to me was an, impressive because I'm looking at this, and look at this as I scroll over. It says, it gives you the QR code that's specific to this video. And then it says, post shared on June 12th by the name of the person. I thought that was impressive because now, now we can place that in different places. This is what I'm thinking, Jeff. I'm going to stop sharing really quick. This is what I'm thinking. If I just did a tour for this amazing home and I made it a reel, I can then place it into my pitch if I'm going on a listing presentation, I can then hand that, send that out to my past clients, my sphere, my current clients, anybody I want to by text. I can send it in a newsletter. All of a sudden it becomes more powerful because people will have to scan it and be like, it takes you to specifically to that video of that property or you doing an open house. Dude, that's pretty powerful. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, and that's really the only way you're going to use this other than if you're live and 
I go to and pull it up because if I, I just texted mine to you, but you can't scan a QR code when it was texted to you, you'd mm -hmm. have to take a picture of it. So if you're at an event, I could be like, Hey, scan my QR code. So anybody watching right now, go ahead, go on, go on, scan it, go on, scan it. Everyone watching. Oh, the great idea. Scan it everybody. So you can see, you wait, move over a little bit to the right. I had a little bit of a sh oh, right there. All right. Hold on. No, a little bit, a little left, Wait, you're right. I don't even know. Now you've got, you've got glare on it. So point it downward there. There you go. Oh, leave it there. All right, everybody scan it. You've got five more seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, there you go. Good. You're going to go see my latest reel. Yeah, man, I, I love it. And you know what? Let me pop open Instagram so we can just showcase how it looks. And I haven't tried this on the desktop. Have you tried it on desktop? Because I've only tried it on the actual. I never, I never go on Instagram on my desktop. Yeah, me either. Interesting. Let me see if it allows me to, to put it on embed, hide. No, it doesn't give me. No, interesting. Only only happens on the phone. All right. So what are you what do you think this for you and I, it's easy. We're presenting. We've got yeah. amazing uh, reels that have blown up. We could just highlight the people we could just snap it right and take a look. That's cool. And like I mentioned on a pitch or specific listings that you want to text out or put in newsletters. Any other ideas that you could think of on how to use this? I think we covered them all. I think that's why this was a quiet update because it's, I actually do believe this is probably a very, very relevant tool for real estate agents because what a great way to pick up followers, buyers, pull them into your funnel because you and, and I and honestly, I would be creative here, folks. I would be very creative with what you're sharing. Don't make it some boring walkthrough video. Uh, if it's a sexy walkthrough video, cool. But if it's not, like if you ever created a fun reel, a branding, a culture video, something like that, use that. Suck that audience into your into your social web. And man, I mean, that's powerful. I, I, if I'm an agent, I'm thinking to myself right now, I'm going to go back to hosting open houses for other listings <laughs> so I can just use this QR code to pull people into my web. Yeah. Open house. You're there early. Blast it out. You can blast it out to your specific clients. This is yeah. great, man. I, I like yeah. this. I think it's they should have done a bigger deal on the release, but it's Instagram. What do you expect? They like to screw things up. <sighs> All right. What are we going to talk about tomorrow? Oh boy, are we ever latest headline that uh, actually made me like swallow my, my my tongue for a second. I don't know why I did that, but it made me nervous. <coughs> uh, the latest Senate hearing raises more questions about TikTok's future in the US. And I'm thinking to myself, bullshit, come on, stop it. Let's stop talking about this. Uh, but then I read it and, uh, you know, it sounds like Biden is is uh, putting a little bit of pressure on uh, on Chinese tech investment activity. And so here we go again. And Dude, I could totally see how TikTok could be a political pawn. Interesting. I, I didn't think about that until you just brought it up. It could be like it could be in the chopping blocks. Yeah. Interesting. But, but I think at this point now, it might actually have a detrimental effect. It, it, I think there are, there's a good portion of the, of our country that despises it. But I actually think now over the last couple of years, since Trump's been in office, it's actually picked up so much traction that like a lot of people would actually be genuinely pissed if they didn't have TikTok. And so, um, now here's the thing that we'll talk about tomorrow though. 
This is why you have to have a strong strategy. And this is why you can't rely on one platform. And I think that's exactly what we're going to talk about tomorrow. And there's several angles to this. So good point. Tune good in. point. Tune in. Oh, I just Googled something that you will want to know. How many, oh, you have to guess. How many US users are on TikTok as of August? So a month ago. What is the population of our country? Uh, hold on, hold on. Tease, now I have to look that up. Uh, how Two many billion? people? No, I've got like 350 million, I think. How many oh, people in the US okay, population? Oh, I'm 300, thinking world. 330 million as of 2020 in the US. Now, how many of those are on TikTok? 125. No. Guess one more time, one more time. It's slower, um, it's lower, it's lower. 92. Ooh, okay, no, no, it's 80 million. 80 million US users. If they were to ban them, it would be 80 million. I mean, India, remember, India banned TikTok. So That's an Instagram still. exploded. Yeah. In I, India. I bet you they're the number one. Oh, it did. You know what? Um, let's do some research tomorrow. Tomorrow. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, wait. Don't we supposed to say, all right. All right. Uh, all right. All right. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated. 